Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. I come to you today from a place of feeling lost, an orphan, with both of my parents now gone from this life. It's one of the places I will speak from until I am with them again. Thank you for coming to this sacred space with me. Before I begin, I would love it if you would take a minute to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. This simple thing will help many more people find the hope which exists amid our messy lives. Thank you so much. You are listening to episode 51, The Kind of Grief That Isn't From Physical Death. In this episode, I share personally from the kind of death of self that happened in my mental illness diagnosis. It's like other kinds of grief, but has a shape all its own. I would love for you to lean in and listen in to this sacred space. I had just left the hospital, St. Imre Korhas, where I'd been for two weeks, including three days in the ICU. It was the darkest and most grueling time of my life. While God had met me with his hope, it felt like I was in a haze of things I never wanted to happen. Never, ever. As a stream of friends visited me and they shed tears, I felt numb. I couldn't believe what was happening. We were leaving this beloved flat, which had, in my terror and bizarre mania, become a place where darkness had entered, crowding out the beautiful memories we'd had as a family. For this and other reasons, like the kind of support we could receive in therapies and psychiatric support, we had decided to move back to the States so me and really everyone could heal, as we would then be surrounded by the support of dear family and friends and the medical help which I mentioned. Because I almost died, things felt tempered by knowing I was alive and I needed to be thankful for that. But as I said my goodbyes, my speech was still coming fast. I hadn't really gotten much sleep at all in the last few weeks, and I was jumping out of my skin from the effects of a high dose of medicine meant to stabilize me. Soon would come the long plane trip home, the reality of an ocean between me and the life I had known. I would begin to feel like I had died to the sense of self that could function well in life, And now was this new, strange person who had to adjust to even simply walking correctly again. The grief was messier than what I had ever known. I'd lost my childhood farm as a 12-year-old. I'd had my heart shattered into a million pieces. And I'd lost my mother. Yet this grief seemed to cut deeper. I want to clarify, especially with my mother, even though I ever missed her and it was a deep grief, We'd had something called closure. These days, it felt like life was ripped away from me in a million layers of my skin, cutting into sinew, bone, and marrow. There was no closure, an appalling lack of closure, only unspeakable loss. You see, we'd had this love for the nation of Hungary for 10 years. We'd lived there as a couple, gone back during summers with our children, and eventually lived there three years, intending for many more. 
but I escalated into a type of madness, if you will. It was the mania of my bipolar and lost that entire dream and a whole nation of people. Often worse was knowing my family had lost this too. The grief felt so acute, I was simply numb to it for a while. Not only had this beloved dream died, but all that I felt that I was before, that had died also. My competency as a wife, mother, and someone who had a sound, clear mind, it was gone. It had all been taken by my mental illness. What has followed is six and a half years of the work of grief as I have moved toward healing. It's felt so messy because of many things, but the lack of closure has been the hardest. Friendships were lost because of my bizarre manic actions, and many more were lost in the sense of the abiding presence of doing life together. And then there was all of the attachment to this beautiful nation, its beautiful capital Budapest, and most its beautiful people that we long to show the love of God. How do you come back from that? The unpacking of this is way more than I can share in a single podcast, but it has involved much questioning and feeling free to do so. It's involved cycling through the days of grief, which stand for denial, anger, yearning, sadness, as I have moved toward acceptance and allowing myself to know what I know and feel what I feel. It's been messy often without a blueprint only pain, sometimes so much that it's been hard to breathe in the face of it. Yet this too is not a grief without hope. There is the song of God over me as Zephaniah 3.17 says, his quieting me with his tender love that simply will not let me go. And the knowledge that I will see perfectly one day why everything went as it did. And I will embrace each one we left in Hungary who loves Jesus too. And we'll have eternity to share all of the stories that we have missed in the separation. I have found hope too in God's promises that I didn't truly die when everything happened and landed me in a Hungarian hospital. No, this deepest pain is made of the stuff of redemption or buying back that pain because there is yet a greater story of which I have been invited to be a part. These are not bows tying together all of the shredded places. No, the pain is still acutely felt at times. But I have something I am promised is deeper, and I can live a meaningful life this side of that shredding of so much of who I was before bipolar and its effects nearly killed me. Honestly, I have found so much solace in my story, the knowledge that God wants to bring me from the death of self to new life in Him. Soon I will put my long-form story out into the world in a book, and I will share more about that in the coming months. And that is only possible because of God. As I have told my story, I have found God and the great cloud of witnesses cheering me on. I fight with them for that new day on the horizon of my life. This new day can only come because my darkness and all of the darkness which has ever been has been overcome by the light of the world, Jesus. In all of our pain and grief, his light is persistently insisting to break through, and he will never, ever be overcome, not his light or his love. Amen.
I hope this brief meditation on my deep grief has touched a chord in your story, and I hope it has made you think about what chapters are yet to be written in your story, chapters of hope and overcoming, even after torturous grief. And therefore, because you take this journey, or begin it, or think about it, I pray that you would consider these few minutes spent here listening in, time well spent. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, how to live vulnerably, and many other things about which I have written, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. In particular, there is my free ebook, The Three R's, A Simple Path to Mental Wholeness, which you can receive for subscribing to my newsletter. Let me spell my website. It's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. In this ebook that I just shared, I will detail some key ways I have disciplined my mind to overcome the darkness of lies which have haunted me. I share how you too can overcome the darkness haunting your mind. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. In particular, if you go to my profile, listen through the 10-15 second videos I have collected under my highlight called Grief. I think this will bless and encourage you about the nature of grief. Now I would like to leave you with a quote from one of my all-time favorite books, To Be Told, by Dan Allender. I highly recommend this book as a beautiful and thorough way to understand and ultimately embrace your story. Here's the quote I have chosen. We are co-authors with God, living out our part in God's larger story, and we know his path for our future when we look at our past. Our author tells us what to do and where to go as we begin to co-author our present and future with him. We are called by God to write a meaningful story that reveals an even greater story, his story, the greatest story. May you pick up the pen of your heart today and allow God to show you the story he is writing with your life especially amid your immeasurable pain and grief, as he walks with you through his own will always win type of story of redemption. You are never alone in your grief, friend. I would love to meet you in this sacred space next time.